everybody. Hi, Earth. Hello, everybody out there in audio land. This is Earth, reporting live from Earth. This is Earth, reporting live from Earth. <laughs> Brought to you by SeatGeek.com. <laughs> the number one retailer for great seats. <laughs> we need to know the whole yeah. pitch. Even though I keep hearing it, I, I don't know. know. I've yeah. been seeing SeatGeek ads on the subway. Have you? They're everywhere. everywhere. I still don't. I still never use SeatGeek. Yeah, can you explain uh, what exactly like makes it so great? Is it a better way? Is it a good way to sell tickets, or is it the ideal way to buy them? Uh, neither. I have this story about SeatGeek. Oh, hit it. In Arizona, when I was there, one of my buddies, Stephen, who listens to this podcast, ow ow, oh, what's good, Steesty? It's Steesty. Anyway, he bought tickets from SeatGeek, and uh, like you can distribute them. You can buy them on your phone and then distribute them to everybody at the game on your phone. Through the app? That's kind of great. Through the app. But he did it. So he did it. He bought the tickets and then he like, he sent everybody's tickets to them individually. But the catch is you have to like fucking download SeatGeek before you can open the ticket. Okay. So everybody who didn't have SeatGeek already was pissed. Meanwhile, I was like, oh, this is great because I already oh. had the app. Oh, well, I could have told you that, fool. I even knew that you would have to do that. Yeah. Wait, so what? Everybody's so pissed. Everyone pissed. What did they have to do? Download an app? Yeah, I'm not even sure if that's... I think, like, half the people didn't even go to the game. because they, What? It was like, that's too much. Are you yeah. joking? Because they didn't want to download it. Is it free? Dude, that's how millennials are. Remember when everyone was pissed that U2 got on, a, on everyone's iTunes for free? Um, No, what was... Oh, U2, yes. U2, oh, my God. Apple released U2's new album, like, but they just gave it to everyone for free. And I remember it. Was it. So it was, livid. like, in the cloud. The only time in my life I've Googled U2 was literally, how do I get rid of this U2 album? Like, into Quora. <laughs> like, so violent. <laughs> So, yeah, no one so... was going to download the SeatGeek app just for the convenience of the ticket being on your phone. Okay, that is literally on all your friends, not on Steven. What on <laughs> earth? It takes three seconds. You literally tap it and you're done. No one went to the game. I know. No, no, they all did. Ugh, but uh, everyone was very, everyone was very upset. Really? <laughs> yeah, no, so no one was stupid. happy. I'm so angry. Well, no we're going yeah, to use this story as... Um, as sort of incentive to get SeatGeek to sponsor the podcast. Right. So SeatGeek. A lot of people. Right. SeatGeek, if you're listening, I thought it was cool. My friends didn't. So. Right. So fuck them. Don't. Right. Fuck them. You're cool. You're cool, SeatGeek. You're cool. Right. <laughs> you're, you're cool. That's the new pitch. That's the new, there you yeah, go. that's the new slogan. SeatGeek, you're cool. Oh, mm. my God. Well, you should introduce so, this uh, is the Good Friends Podcast. Good Friends Podcast, episode 40. Nine. Is it? I think so. Y'all, we're getting there. We're getting to 50. Next week is going to be a bonanza. We better have something good hiked up our assholes, if you feel me. We might actually have to like sit down and do a little writing session here. I think so, too, for episode 50. Yeah, yeah. that's going to be a bit of a thing. So everyone hang tight for next week's episode 50. We weren't here last week. We know you missed us. Yeah, we had to. We had just to take a little uh, hiatus, take a breather. We had to take a breather, episode, see different episode people. Episode forty-eight. <laughs> episode forty-eight took it out of so, us. So yeah, we were exhausted after episode forty-eight. I didn't even know what we talked about, but I was yeah. mentally, emotionally, and spiritually drained. Right. Um, Me too. But yeah, keep your eye out for next week. But thanks for listening. Okay, on the docket today, um, Jack and I are going to quickly catch up and present what might be a new segment, reoccurring segment. If the world <laughs> continues to treat us this way, it'll definitely be a new segment. <laughs> Um, and then we're gonna. Do you want to give the name of the segment? The segment is going to be called Hate Crime of the Week. Yeah, you heard right. It's definitely not hyperbolic. It's not hyperbolic in the slightest. 
And you know what? We're happy to take this segment off the table if the universe is a little nicer. Right. So we're going to go into that, and then we're going to get into the announcement about how we have um, a change to our $20 bill coming up. Very exciting. And then we're going to talk about Kobe Bryant's last game. Um, And then we're going to get into um, G-Friend and D-Tongue. Okay. G-Friend and D-Tongue. So what is your hate crime of the week? Let's open with So, not, not... Not an hour and a half ago. Mm. Mm. This is an fresh. hour and a half ago this happened. Okay. Fresh. Fresh hate crime. Fresh hatred. <laughs> fresh off the oven. I was going to the passport office to renew my passport because it expires in June. Very important to me. My fiance is Canadian. Obviously, I, I, I take trips up to Canada. Uh, so uh, having a passport is a big priority for me. That okay? is amazing. If it was me, I would have literally done it on like, the last day of May. and been like, what's going on? Yeah, I, you had to get. Yeah, you, you you just got to make sure all your ducks are lined up. You know, you got to you got to make sure everything's in order here. True. This is we're not we're not fucking around. This is a matter of national security. Okay. Right. So we're in the passport office. Okay. Go through security. We we go through the first. It's like the D. It's like the DMV times ten. There's like ten lines. You got to get in line. You got to wait in line. You got to go see someone behind a window. They like check your shit. They give you a, a ticket number. You go upstairs. To this big room where everybody's sitting in a ch- in chairs waiting. Okay. Okay. Sounds kind of eyes wide so, shutty. It is very. Everyone. It was in the middle of an orgy. I didn't know what was going on. They handed me a mask. <laughs> They're like, uh, "Welcome to the passport office. Now suck yeah, on right. this." Like what? <laughs> yeah. So it was weird. I kind of felt like Tom Cruise when he's in there, not really knowing what's up. <laughs> anyway, so we're sitting there waiting for our. T- our <laughs> we're sitting there waiting for our turn at the orgy trough. Mm-hmm. Uh, when all of a sudden there's a buzz in my pocket, and guess what? What? Seat Geek? <laughs> someone. Seat <laughs> yeah, Geek. Someone from Seat Geek. No, it's someone from Canada calling for Pam. She's in. She's in the United States. Her family calls her on my phone. That's fine. Okay. She picks up the phone. She starts to talk. You know, it's an important phone call. It's her mom. Okay. Her mom's trying to trying to coordinate with her about something very important. She's like, and all of a sudden. Right, she's basically speaking tongues. Right, <laughs> because let's be real, French isn't a real right. thing. Right, she's like one second, Jack. It's my mother. Right. <laughs> 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 she says hi, like right after. Right, <laughs> yeah. So basically, uh, Pam's talking on the phone, and then all of a sudden, a guard, because uh, there's like heavily secured, a guard okay. comes out, walks in the front of the room. And just starts, like, starts to, like, basically, he's yelling. He's, like, very upset. He's like, what? you all, well, he's addressing the room, mm-hmm. but then he singles Pam out. He's like, you all need to get off the phone. I'm talking to you, lady. And he points right at Pam. And and I just, I, I turn to Pam and I say, Pam, hang up the phone. Hang up the phone before he comes over here and tases you and oh. shoots you. And, and, like, fucking shoots you. She's like, what? Yeah, it fucking shoots you in the back of the head. Pam doesn't understand. She's Canadian. Right, of They're course. peaceful up there. Anyway, so we were talking about it. There's, there are signs everywhere that says, like, no no cell phones, blah, 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 blah. And his reasoning, he said, was because you could easily, like, look over someone's shoulder, get their information, get their name, their, like, address, and, like, you know, put it on the black market or some bullshit like that. Okay. But my point is, if you were – and Pam's point was, she pointed this out to me. If you were in the passport office stealing someone's information, 
wouldn't you be texting it to somebody? He wasn't yelling at the people on their phone. He was just yelling at Pam, who was talking on the phone. Right. There was, everybody was on their phone. Everyone was on their phone. The guy next to me was on his phone. The guy in front of us was on his phone. I was on my phone. But he was talking Before. But she was talking on it. And the guy said, it's a matter my of security God. if you're talking on the phone. But you would rather email or text someone's private information out rather than do it over the phone, yeah, wouldn't you? Yeah, zoom in and snap a quick pic. Which, right. P.S., I'm coming with you guys next time to the passport office. This sounds like a good business for old Rod. We're going to have to see. Oh, okay, yes. To, 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 to sell to, people's information, yes. Right. To all your deep web contacts. Yeah, 100%. I'm dropping some of these snaps in the deep web. Yeah. $200 for a really nice Canadian's social secure. (laughs) So anyway, hate crime. This guy was totally discriminating against phone talkers. That's violent. What did Pam say? Was she so pissed off? I mean, she didn't really have anything to say. She was like, this is dumb. But then she was like... Yeah, I could easily just be texting someone's information out rather than saying it over the phone. That is messed up. Was she like mad, mad, whatever the French? They don't say they don't say merde in uh, in Quebec, but they say it in France. France. They only say merde in Quebec when they're ordering food, right? Like merde, right, right. When they want to eat shit, they just want to eat shit. Like another Thursday, merde, please. Yeah, it's true. You're right. Yeah, I know well. That is disgusting. See, this is what I'm talking about. Like. This is exactly why we have a new hate crime of the week segment. Like, the world goes out of its way to commit atrocities on us as individuals. Phone talkers. Literally, today was phone talkers. I'll give you another hate crime. I was singled out as a yogurt eater. (laughs) Fuck. Okay? This isn't a joke to me. Oh, fuck. Yeah. And that's not a euphemism. (laughs) Okay? This is real. (laughs) This is real. So here's what went down. So what happened? Months ago. Let me. (laughs) Months ago? (laughs) Fuck. Let me take you back to the beginning of this. November. Okay. I open a Chobani yogurt. (laughs) Okay. I'm sorry. What's so funny? Sorry, sorry. Is something funny? No, no, no. I'm sorry, sorry. Okay. I open a peach Chobani yogurt. Already taking a risk. Yeah, peach. Okay. Hadn't had it. Okay. So. I'm having this yogurt, enjoying my life, just like spoon in, digging, mixing, just like, mm, like this is like, like fruit on the bottom yogurt right now. Like, yeah, it's a fruit at the bottom yogurt. It's like it's like a it's like there's like a jam or whatever, like okay. concentrate or some like bullshit like fake ass peach at the bottom, but whatever. It's still part of like the whole experience. <laughs> I literally love yogurt. I like love food that's portable, not yogurt, yeah. but I love yogurt. I love that I can have a dainty wrist and hold this cup and just be like, mm, like I love that. Right. Okay, like I love women in Who yogurt doesn't? commercials. <laughs> I just love I love everything f- about yogurt culture. Wait, 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 wait. I have a question. Is your favorite yeah. woman in a yogurt commercial Jamie Lee Curtis for the poop yogurt? Activia. <laughs> I'm comfortable Activia. with my age, which is why I shit my brains out when I have Activia. And it's her like coming out of a huge Activia. I love that one and I love the black woman in like the Yoplait whipped commercials from forever ago where she's sitting by a pool and she's like, this is leave your husband and go to Vegas alone good. Do you remember that? No. Oh my God. It's like a group of women just like eating it and they're like, um, this is being single in your 40s good. And then the other's like, um, no, like has this food. This is like buy a new car and throw away the receipt good. And the other one is like, um, no, this is abandoning your children at a stop and start over good. And I'm like, um, Fuck. these women are mentally deranged. <coughs> Buys a Yoplait once. But anyway, that's Yoplait. That's, that's peasant yogurt. I'm having right. Chobani. Okay. Okay? It ends with a vowel. You know that's real. So right. 
I'm mixing, I'm mixing, I'm mixing. My hand's getting exhausted because I'm mixing so much. <laughs> okay. And at a certain point, I noticed there is no peach to be found in this motherfucking oh, yogurt. fuck. Yeah. Yeah, you bet your sweet ass. That was a cold November morning. Uh, so I'm digging, I'm digging, I'm digging. I'm like, surely, surely this yogurt has at least a droplet of peach, not a drop, okay? This is a okay. basic-ass plain tart yogurt <laughs> advertising peach with nothing on the bottom to show for it. So you bet my sweet ass gets on Twitter and starts harassing Chobani. I'm like, oh, where's fuck. the peach? Where is the peach? Hashtag At me, bro. Rod. At, at me, Chib- bro. <laughs> like, come at me. Like, slide into my DMs and tell me I'm wrong. I'm sending, I'm sending pictures of the yogurt, like really gross close-ups <laughs> of this, like, of, like the bottom of the yogurt with no fruit. And I'm like, where's the fruit? Just like yeah. losing my mind. Hashtag okay. Chobgazi. 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 So, Chobani slides into my DMs and is like, hey, like, give us your address. Like, we're so sorry. We're going to send you, like, coupons for free Chobani. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, that's great. Um, So I give them my address. All is well. It takes literally 10 weeks for my ass to get, like, any sort of coupon situation. I'm like, okay. Like, literally just put it in the damn mail and let's speed this up. So I'm home for the holidays. And I get this Chobani thing. And by the time, when I come back in, like, January or whatever... Um, I see the Chobani thing and I'm like, oh my God, these are my coupons. Like, I'll get to it later. And then the other day I'm like, oh shit, like my Chobani coupons. Like I completely forgot about them. I open them. It's three coupons for 150 off. Not even a free Chobani. Okay. One, no, not even 150, sorry. 149, $1.49 off of my next Chobani. And the coupons expired in December. Oh fuck. So... You bet your sweet ass I hopped right back on Twitter, hit up Chobani, and was like, hey, it's ya boy, Rod. You fucked me again. These coupons were sent to me late November. They expired the second week of December. Yes, it was on me for not opening, like, the letter immediately, but even if I had, they would have already been expired. This shit should have been a year-long process. Also, 149. Are you kidding me? And they're like, we are so sorry. We're going to send you makeup coupons. I was like, no, you're sending me a coupon for free Chobani. I don't want one more 149 situation. And they're like, we'll see what we can do. Thank you for your patience. I was like, I'm they getting said, impatient, bitch. They said, we'll see what we can do? Yeah, they're like, we'll see what we can do. Thank you for your patience. I was like, you're really, you're really guessing that I'm patient right now. I'm sweating over here. Wow. Damn, dude. I was exhausted. I was that exhausted. Sounds like, that sounds like a really mentally taxing hate crime. Yes, it was mentally, it was just like mentally, spiritually, like I am tired of feeling other. Right. Okay. Yogurt is supposed to be something that unites all of us. Like I eat the same Chobani that the president eats, that the queen eats. Like it's like Coca-Cola. Like you can't get a better Chobani no matter where you are in the world. We are all bound by Chobani. Mm. And yet I still find myself being treated like a second class citizen. Mm. Where's my peach? Dude. It's true. Disgusting. It was a disgusting turn of events. So you it's, bet I'm going to keep everyone updated on Chobgazi. It's disgusting. It's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chobani mm-hmm. should make a public apology. They should send you lifetime supply of free Chobani. They should That's send what me. I'm saying. That is they what should, I'm saying. I, we, we, we're yeah. demanding a public, a public release, acknowledging their wrongdoing, Acknowledging mm-hmm. that they didn't go far enough to satiate your peach needs, right, right, uh, and frankly, they should be embarrassed. And I'm calling they for be a mortified. I'm they calling be for mortified. A, I'm calling for a Chobani boycott. 
I want a Chobani boycott. I want, and they want it to be resolved with the Chobani press conference where the CEO of Chobani is talking at a podium while I'm like one step behind him looking like really sad in a suit, but like looking down. Right. He addresses me sort of as if I'm not in the room. Like, like when Mr. Bass and Mayor contacted us about the Chobani, like right when he says that, I like look up, but like can't even look at the audience because they have like tears <laughs> in my eyes. And I'm kind of like looking up in the sky, just like trying to compose myself. Like, because it's hard to be sent back to that moment. You Dude, know what I mean? Is, like, right. It's really one traumatic. thing to, like, be in it, but then to, like, have to be in public and, like, reconfront the trauma. It's like, okay, like, can I move on with my life? No, of course I can't. Hmm. You know? Well, damn, dude. That's, yeah. I'm really, I really, yeah. really hope that Chobani does the right thing. You know that I will be keeping all of you bitches updated on this, whether you want to or not. Because this will not be over anytime soon. I can feel it. Are you thinking about litigation? I mean, I definitely contacted my friend Vishak and was like, can we sue? <laughs> she currently got her, like, notarizing license. And she's like, I can, like, notarize something. And I was like, that'll literally do. <laughs> Chobani yeah. literally should be giving me free yogurt. Here's a fun fact. Um, mm-hmm. My friend um, Stephanie's mom, Wendy, longtime listener of the Good Friends podcast, um, once got, like, a box of c- Coke in a can. And okay. all of the Coke was, like, filled a little too high to the top. <laughs> so every time she opened the can, there was splashback, like, every single time. This was, like, she, like a bunch of cans in a row. And, like, Holy actually, like, I don't know, shit. Like, so she contacted Coke and was like, every time I open your... You've overfilled these cans. It's like, they're, like, shooting in my face every time. She got, like, years... <laughs> you got a year of free Coke. Oh, man. A year. I don't know if that's good. Uh, you know, a year free coke. That's probably not. The I mean, best. it would do me in, but it's all—it's a paradise and it's a war zone. To quote my boy Zane, that would be like my <laughs> heaven and my hell. Fuck. I would literally be like, yes, 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 and then just like rotting. But like, I love it. Justice is justice. Meanwhile, Chobani is like, we totally understand what you're going through. Here's one dollar and forty nine cents off of your next cup. I'm like, Ugh, right. are you kidding me? Chobani's like, we understand what you're going through. Here's an anal rape. Yeah, we understand what you're going through. We're going to send 16 really, 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 really burly ex-prisoners into your home to just <laughs> run a train on you while they spoon-feed you Chobani with blood at the bottom of the cup. Holy shit. And I'm shit. like, okay, can I just get a free cup? They're like, we'll see what we can do. Thanks for your patience. I'm like, ugh. So, That's we, hear so the good, we, we hear the Good Friends podcast stand for justice. And at any hint of injustice, we will, we will not rest until right. these matters are settled. Agreed. And honestly, not to um, bite the hand that feeds us, but if SeatGeek wants to remain our partner, they will publicly <laughs> distance themselves from Chobani, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's keep it in the family. Where's the loyalty? It's true. If SeatGeek would like to remain a good friend of the Good Friend podcast, I think a public statement that they're distancing, distancing themselves and not stocking their offices with Chobani would be a power move. Can I I demand... I demand SeatGeek to issue a public, mm-hmm. a public release distancing themselves from Chobani. Yeah. And I demand that they give us lifetime supply of free tickets to whatever we want. How about right. that? But the twist is we have to download the app. And we're like, fuck you! Right. And we'll right. sue them back. We're going to sue. We're going to sue back. I want... Seat Geek to have to issue an apology at that same podium, and this time it's me and the guy at Chibata <laughs> sitting with two steps behind him, not able to look at the audience. Now we're both welling up. Just looking yeah. up at the sky for justice. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Well, right, so that's uh, Hate Crime so of the hate, Week, I guess. Hate Crime of the Week. I mean, let's pray that we don't have to 
do this as a reoccurring segment. This, but I right. guarantee you we will, because the world's that cruel. We don't like doing this segment, but we have no. to do it. No, I don't like it. It's not a segment we deserve, but it's a segment we need right now. When we sat down to plan out this episode, we thought, we really don't want to do this, but the world deserves to hear Right, it was like, we don't want to do this, but, like, we also don't want to, like, be on the receiving end of it, and yet we have no say in that. We will not be silent. Yeah, I'm not going to have my story not told. Who would play me in Chobani, the movie? Mr. Bean. (laughs) Rowan Atkinson. I was thinking Jessica Chastain, but I guess Rowan Atkinson is... It's okay. No, Jessica Chastain would play the peach that's missing from the Yes, cigarette. that's what she would play. Yep. It would be Rowan Atkinson, Jessica Chastain as Peach Jam in Chobgazi. Chobgazi. It'd be a really abstract movie where I'd have, like, fever dreams of the yogurt and Jessica Chastain would be, like, swirling in this, like, milky substance. Ooh. <laughs> Christ, her career went down quick. Um, I guess okay, so. so that's Chobgazi, and that was Passport Drama. Yeah. Um, but on lighter news <laughs> that I'm like pretty thrilled about, your girl H Tub is about to be on that twenty. Yeah, big deal. Good job. What do we think? That's cool. I mean, it's about time. You ever hear that Dave Chappelle uh, bit where he basically says like the U.S. 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 currency is like slaveholder trading cards. <laughs> Wait, that's really funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's and the one hundred is like the like the ultimate like Pokemon card, <laughs> right? That's well, that, I don't think Benjamin Franklin ever owned slaves. Abraham Lincoln and Benjamin Franklin are cool, but the rest of them, maybe not Alexander you Hamilton. No, Benjamin Franklin owned slaves. Hot take well, of the week: Benjamin Franklin owned slaves. I don't. I'm not sure if that's true, but maybe he did. A lot I of them did. I wish we could go back in time and I could be like, mm, let me see your cellar. <laughs> Well, they- <laughs> Give us a tour. I think you're missing a floor. <laughs> oh, what? Because that's this like weird secret hidden slave floor or something? That's yeah. Why don't we have him tell us, Jack? Why don't we not make assumptions? Let's just go on our instincts and have him give us a full tour. He's like, why are you yelling and why do you sound like a woman? I'm like, that's enough, Ben. That's enough. Okay, so let's break I've down. Had the, it. Let's break down the choice of Harry Tubman being on the twenty. Okay. So how do I feel? This is great because one. You can't really put Harry Tubman on the $1 bill. I'm not really sure how appropriate it would be to throw Harry Tubman dollar bills around strip clubs because that's what would be happening, right? Right, right. And then we're talk- Then we're getting into a whole other um, set of politics. Right. It's image. like, well, you know. Although yeah, it, right. is the do- it is the bill that passes through the most hands, so it is sort of a victory to be on the one. But it would be. It would be. Jay right. not moving. He's not moving. Yeah. So, yeah, George Washington, I mean, he's a slaveholder. He was a slaveholder, but he, I don't know. Yeah, strippers, strippers it's shoving Harry Tubman faces down their G-strings. I'm not really sure that would be uh most appropriate yeah, way to honor her. Yeah, mixtape album cover. The idea yeah. of, like, a Harriet Tubman, one, coming out of a G-string. But, like, aside from the artistic liberties, I don't see yeah. it being a good image. Not that there's anything against strippers, but maybe not the way to honor Harriet Tubman. Yeah, no, God bless. If you feel like you have options and you chose to do it, I love it for you. Right. Um, and also, like, really good strippers are unbelievable. Like, they're so fit. It is so hard. Like, their bodies aren't just amazing because they're hot. It's literally because it takes athletic prowess to be able to, like, be, like, it's a true. pole dancer. So, good for them. 
let's break it down. Okay, so the five, Abraham Lincoln, he freed the slaves. Who's on the two? And what is going on with that bill? So the $2 bill is Thomas Jefferson, the third president of the United States and the guy who wrote the uh, Declaration of Independence. Right, and he was like, he like had a slave lover, Sally Hemings. Right, right. He banged some slaves and had secret black kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fathered secret black kids. Uh, but okay, so that one no one ever fucking uses two dollar bills. So that would be like that would kind of just be like, really, come on, you put her on the two dollar bill. Come yeah, on. that would be so lame. What is up with the two dollar bill? Why is it so rare? Why do we not use it? Uh, if I that? recall, I don't know if this is accurate, but I'm pretty sure they issued the two dollar bill in 1976 during the bicentennial. Oh my god! Um, sure. Okay, someone just traveled through time. Pretty sure that's why they have it. Uh, and if you go so to the like bank, it's kind of a collector's item. It is kind of a collector's thing, but if you go to the bank and you say like, "Hey, let me get twenty and twos, they would give you twenty dollars in two do- in two dollar bills. Really, they so do like, it. I think so. I think you can go to the bank and be like, "Let me get a bunch of two dollar bills," and they would do it for you. I kind of want to carry some two dollar bills. Is that hot? I don't know. I mean, I guess I, it's just kind of. I, I don't know. That's it's just like a novelty thing at that point. So, so it is kind of a novelty thing. But why don't right. we have two dollar bills and then one dollar coins? Like, why do we have the one dollar bill? Maybe that's the problem. No idea. I mean, you, there's been so many attempts to try to wean people off of one dollar bills, and it just has never worked. People are just when, so unwilling to change. Like, they are. Like no one's having it. No one loved that. They had a bunch of one dollar coins that had a bunch of different presidents on it. They had this whole like campaign to say like, oh, these one dollar coins, they're for real. Don't, you know, don't don't freak out when you get. A bunch of coins instead of like four one dollar bills when you break a five or whatever you know right i love the one dollar coin i mean i never get to use it but like i love the pound i love the euro right. like i love right. the idea of a one dollar coin it's hot and also sacagawea coin is cute it's like a cute coin so many other countries uh take advantage of the of the coin for a one coin for two dollars it's great love it it's great really love it anyway back to the breakdown five dollar bill you know, Abe, Abe Lincoln's on there. That's all right. But, you know, that's fine. $5. That's, a, that's a good bill. I love getting a five. I love yeah, the five, five's good. five. Let's not five. Me- miss it up. Yeah, five's good. Ten, Alexander Hamilton's on that. They were debating between putting uh, a different person on the ten or the twenty. Not, you don't really see a whole lot of tens. I, you know, I don't really have, I think I have a ten in my wallet, but, I, like, there's only on the rare occasion do I have a ten dollar bill in my wallet. Right? Right. And, you know, I feel like it's a 5 and 20. Like, a 10 is a very rare. It's a, kind of like a Yeti sighting. I'm like, okay. It is kind of a Yeti sighting. Right. It's like the rare, yeah, it's a rare Yeti sighting. Bigfoot, what have you. Also, the whole affiliation with the musical Hamilton, maybe that could have gotten some shade on Twitter, replacing the star of that musical, blah, blah, blah. Not sure mm-hmm. how that would have gone down. But the 20... The perfect bill to put her on for two reasons, okay? Reason the first. Give it. People people always have 20s. You go to the always. ATM, 20s, 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 20s. I love a stack of 20s. I see a stack of 20s and I'm like, there could be $200 there and you literally don't know. Right. Love a $20 it's amazing. bill. It's they're amazing. They're great when they're, I love when, it. they're, when they're crisp. They're un. They're not dirty. It feels like those are the cleanest dollar bills uh, that are issued. 
So that's a great reason. Get her face out there. Really, is that the really, most? Is that the second most like tossed around bill? I feel like after the one. I don't know. I mean, just whenever you get money out of an ATM, it's always in twenties, right? It's always in twenties. I always get paid yeah. babysitting in twenties. I just feel like I'm seeing twenties left and right. God bless. I always. See I want to be on the twenty. I want to kick her off, 20. and I want to get on the twenty. We can. You can try. Why not? I'm starting a petition. I'm starting a petition. Yeah. Let's do it. Change.org. She's had a day. She's had her day. She's had her day. Who cares? No. Who anyway, cares? so also the, the the second best reason why the twenty dollar bill is a good choice. Andrew Jackson was kind of a dick. True. He was kind of a dick. And I would argue that not many people know what he's, uh, why he's a notable president. Um, I do. Hit it. He he released a really popular sex tape. Mmm. Yes. And built an empire off it. He did. You're right. He certainly did do that. A sex (laughs) tape in the. It's in still pictographs. (laughs) Yes, still pictograph. The the tin the tin photos that they used to do. Yeah. Yes. It's a his, night vision tin photo. <laughs> his his old white bush just zooming in on that. <laughs> yeah, and then when and then it also becomes a psychedelic, like one of those like trippy psychedelic things where if you zoom in on the bush, it's like the image repeats itself and it's like it starts all over again. Like there's a tree in the background, and when you zoom into the bush, it's like actually the tree. <laughs> you feel me? Right. It's one of the, it's one of those things where it's like a uh, where it's like a Da Vinci Code type situation. Yeah, it is. Where if you you turn the bush around and it's actually the bloodline that goes to all the slaves. Yeah, it's There's a, a family secret, tree. Right, and you can see like but, a sniper in the bush and blah blah blah. You can see the second bullet that killed Kennedy coming through the bush. But right. there is also another historically significant connection between Harriet Tubman and this bill. Kind of. Okay, okay. Um, she was given a monthly stipend of $20 for her work in helping the union after Whoa. all that shit went down. Did you Did know that? Did not know that. Did not know that. Yeah. I don't know if that actually played a role, but there is something I think really kind of beautiful and significant about the fact that she was paid this, like, measly sum of money for being, like, a beyond historically significant figure during wartime but that she's on the very bill that's worth the exact amount that like the government deemed her worth i think that's kind of badass tragic but badass have you have you ever heard of what's referred to as the trail of tears um yeah like the literal death of like a like two billion native americans right it refers to when like the u.s government kind of like rounded up every uh, all of the native americans in the southeast uh eastern part of the united states and like made them move to oklahoma basically Fuck. And that was him. That was Andrew Jackson. That's what no. he said. He helped, he helped oversee that. That is so disgusting. Yeah. What do we... Oh, my God. Like, literally, when it comes to Native Americans, we're all literally just like, ooh, my God, that is so intense. We are not even going to talk about it. It's true. It's a very embarrassing part it's of the United so, States like, history. There's no Native American, like, ta coats. Like, there's just no way we can even start talking about what one owes the Native American. Like, you don't, I don't even know where to begin. That stuff is so dark. But I can tell you where we can begin as a public. We can skip Mount Rushmore and go to the Crazy Horse uh, Memorial, which is amazing. Didn't, 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 didn't the... Wasn't the Mount Rushmore... Uh, 
uh, mountain, like some sacred Native American mountain. Shut up. Was it? I thought it, I think it is. I think it was like at one point they were like, don't do this. This is like our, like a, a sacred mountain that we like really love. Were they like, what was that? Zzz, like start yeah. building four faces. <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah. God. I did not know yeah. that. That is, oh, I hate all of these people. Honestly, let's get rid of every single person on any of these bills and literally just put every single person that we fucked over. It's the absolute least we could do. Yeah, I mean, it's really, like, honestly, it's, like, such a small thing to do, really, uh, to, like, put someone's face on on money. It's, like, really dumb when you think about it. I don't know. It's pretty, I also think it's kind of not dumb, because what rules this country? (laughs) No, it's true. Money does, but I I guarantee you if you go up to the random person on the street, no one's, outside of, like, George Washington being on the one, I'm not sure how many people would be able to tell you who's on what money. Right, it's true. I think they could maybe ID the 100. I feel like Ben Franklin has, like, a very distinct silhouette, and I don't even think he really looked like that. I think he was just like, when you draw me, make sure I look really specific. I think he paid someone else. <laughs> I'm like, there's like, no you way your boring easily... ass is that memorable. I can pick you out of a lineup. How'd that happen? Like, if you put, if there was, like, money that just, like, felt like real money and then kind of had, like, designs like it, but instead of, like, Ben Franklin, it was, like, a butt face person with, like, a butt for a face. Right. I don't know if anybody would notice. No. For, <laughs> it's literally just a huge ass with, like, a nose coming out of it. Like, mm, I don't know about yeah. this. I would put Harriet yeah. on the 20. I'd put Rihanna on the 1. Um, <laughs> I would put, um, I don't know. I would put Sacagawea on a bill, like, God bless. Or, like, someone else. Who else is, like, a Native American, like, a famous Native American? Um, the only one I know is Bolt? the is the guy who plays the kid in Independence Day, Randy Quaid's son. Yes, Randy I'd, Quaid's son. He's going. He gets on the. He gets on the ten. Yeah, I'd put Randy Quaid's son from Independence Day on the ten. Um, <laughs> I would put the Pixar lamp on the um, one hundred dollar bill um, because okay. that's like something everyone loves. Everyone loves Pixar. Okay. Yeah. Um, Who's going on the fifty? Um, that's a good question. Like, um, mm. Hoda from Kathy Lee and Hoda. I love her. Hoda Kotby? Hoda, yeah, Hoda Kotby. I love her. I mean, it's your, yeah, it's your, it's up to you. So what do we think? I mean, that's a lot of women. You're welcome, America. Rihanna. Um, Sacagawea. Harriet Tubman. The Pixar thing. That's the, probably the a girl, Pixar right? lamp. Hoda Kotby. Yeah. And the kid from Independence Day. <laughs> Randy Quaid's son. Randy Quaid's son Day. from Independence Day. Tell me, our money didn't just get ten times more valuable. I guarantee you, we'd fix Dude, the national debt in a second. Like we don't even need the gold standard. We just need cool things on the bills. It's true. I really love that. I think it's a great idea. I think, I think it's a good we idea. Start too. another, yeah, Twitter hashtag. Let's get that going. Let's get a change.org petition going. Can you imagine if I had a change.org um, petition two minutes after Harriet Tubman was on this bill? I'd be like, yeah. On top of that, also the Pixar lamp. <laughs> so Randy Quaid's son from Independence Day. Yeah, like, have you seen it? Yeah. Everyone's like, yeah, I have. Like, okay. Yeah. What about that storyline yeah. that he has Native American sons? That movie is so good. It goes so many places. Doesn't stay you long, but it goes. I love Independence Day. It's like one of my favorite. Um, it it's one of my favorite of movies in all the categories that that movie falls under. One of my favorite space movies. One of my favorite Will Smith performances. Um, one of my favorite, like, summer blockbusters. My favorite movie to have a famous scene in it, The White House Blowing Up. 
Love you it. love disasters. I love disasters. Fuck a city up. See me love it. <laughs> I love it. I love focused disasters. Like, I don't like Armageddon. I'm like, oh, a comet's going to hit Earth? I need specificity, but I love deep impact. <laughs> like focused disasters. Yeah, like focus. Like, bring your attention to something. Bring a tidal wave and let it destroy a cityscape. Or bring a huge tidal wave and let it kill Tay Leone and her dad on a beach. Do you remember that scene? <laughs> I never saw that movie. What? Oh my god. Oh wait, ta- wait. Ta- I didn't realize Taylor Leone was in Independence Day. She's in that movie. No, I'm talking about Deep Impact. But I'll tell you who's in Independence no, Day: Vivica no, Fox, Will Day. Smith, Jeff Goldblum, Bill Pullman, right? Randy no, Quaid. I, I know, right? And Randy the Quaid, face yeah, of our five dollar bill, whose name escapes right. me. I love it. What's your favorite? So anyway, Will, that, what's your favorite uh, Will Smith performance? I think mine is Men in Black. Fuck. I think that's his like best performance. Uh, um, I thought you really liked Wild Wild West. I, <laughs> right? Isn't um, that, I, I just found that, my like, hate, last week. I just found my hate crime of the week for next week. I'm gonna remember that you said that. <laughs> I'm writing that down right now. When I was put on blast for admitting to you in confidence that I like Wild Wild West, <laughs> that was fucked up. But he's I didn't realize not, that was in confidence. <laughs> he's that movie's great, but he's not. <laughs> it's not. It's not peak Will Smith. I don't think. Okay, I really like Hitch. Oh, I love Hitch. I love Hitch. That's actually a really good one. He's so charming in Hitch. Mm, he's just so dreamy. He's so dreamy. I'd literally be like, um, yeah. yeah, you can find me love, or you can fall in love with me. If they <laughs> if they made Hitch today, you know that there would have been like some situation like they would have been like a passing reference like how one of his clients fell in love with him like one of the guys i feel like they didn't even like bother with that no yeah that that twinkle in his eye but i feel like he's just never been funnier than in men in black that is the performance that actually makes me laugh out loud like i lose my mind do you remember that movie do you remember the scene where he's in the no men in black yeah men in black is amazing it's amazing the scene where like he's in like the training and like everyone's shooting aliens and He shoots, and like, he shoots the girl. The little, yeah, the cardboard cut out of the little girl. And they, like, bring the right. lights up, and they're like, excuse me. And he's like, I didn't trust her one bit. Like, she, right. like she's, she's, reading a, she's reading a quantum physics book. She's, like, 12. Yes, yes. Oh, my God, such a good memory. She's reading a quantum physics book. That, I remember just, I still, I'm, like, laughing right now. It is just so absurd. Like, the, the best thing that Will, like, Will Smith's best thing that he does is he's always the most confident guy in a room who has no idea what's going on. And that is, like, my favorite True. humor. That is, like, the funniest type of character, I think, in any movie. Do you remember the scene where he uh, he's taking the test and he, like, drags the table over to his yes! chair and then, like, his with pencil breaks and he has to, like, yeah, with the noise. And the little pencil. <laughs> right. That movie is so funny. It's so perfect. That movie's a perfect movie. I love it so much. And the pairing with him and Tommy Lee Jones is just magnifique. It's magnifique. He was like that was like the that was like the Will Smith thing. It was like put him like next to some like straight laced white guy and just let magic fly. That's kind of what happened with Jeff Goldblum, but Jeff Goldblum has like a little swag, which makes it like fun and independence. And that's what and that's exactly what exactly happened, happened with Wild Wild, Wild West when he's paired with Kevin Klein. I'm gonna need you to really pull back on these mentions of Wild Wild West. <laughs> okay. 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 It was okay, a private okay. conversation. Yes, I remember okay, it very okay. well. Okay? And also, this is the second time we brought Wild Wild West up in an episode. Do you remember when I told you about the thing about Kevin Smith wanting to make a Superman movie? Was it on air? Did we record that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But, okay, John oh, Peters, oh, right. 
hired Kevin Smith to write the script of a Superman movie and had like all these outrageous demands for things that had to be in the script and like and things that weren't allowed to be in the script. For instance, he was like, he can't have a cape, he can't fly, his suit has to be black, he has to fight a polar bear, and there has to be a big mechanical spider. And Kevin oh, Smith right. was like, I don't even know where to start with this, I'm literally not going to make this movie. And then two <laughs> years later, he's in a theater watching the new John Peters produced film, which is Wild Wild West, and the last action set piece it features a big mechanical spider. <laughs> like, well, okay. That's a great story. I'm sorry if we repeated it. Yeah, I'm sorry if everyone had to hear that twice. But here, I'll save you some time. Just go rent Wild Wild West. I'm tired of living in the dark. Thank you for pulling me out, Jack. I'm not going to be in the Wild Wild West closet anymore. I'm going to just wear my pride on my sleeve. I love that movie. You're right. I should. I don't know why I'm so scared of you revealing me. I love Wild Wild West. I love it. Be your love yourself. That's what the slogan of the show is. And it's true. Good friends, love yourself. You're so right. Wild Wild West, that's fine. It's a wild, wild world, and it's time I practice what I preach. I love Wild Wild West. I love Wild Wild West. It feels feels good to say it. Like, I love Wild Wild West. (laughs) Fuck. Okay, let's get, let's move on. We spent spent our time on fucking Will Smith and this money shit. Let's move on. Okay, we'll move on, but props to Harriet Tubman. Proud of you. Like, really exciting. That's really exciting. I will also say this. My last thoughts. This is the only... This is a pretty... America does not have a good history with grappling with its own history. So putting Harriet Tubman on a bill to me seems like a really bold move for a country that's still dealing with racial politics in such an intense way. It's a step in the right direction. It's a step in the right direction. It's a step in a surprising direction. I never once thought America would ever advertise its history with slavery even in a positive historical context. Like, Harriet Tubman is obviously, like, a great figure in, like, a really dark story, but just America even, like, wanting people to, like, see the face of someone who represents something that they're so, in theory, ashamed of every day when they're passing bills around is nuts to me. That seems like shit Germany would do, not America. Right. I was very shocked. Well, when I heard the news, I was shocked. Also, the first thing I... uh, So I heard it on Twitter, and then I, like, Googled... I Googled uh, uh, the story, and the first thing that popped up was, like, a quote from Ben Carson that was like, why not put her on the $2 bill? It's like, Jesus um, Christ, of course Ben Carson Excuse me? Can he, yeah. can he literally float away? I'm done with <laughs> he, his ass. He might. Funniest, he might one day. The funniest Our Onion article I've ever, headline I've ever read was, um, like, Ben Carson begins to float away mid-speech as audience just looks on, like, in confusion. <laughs> And it was, like, the article about him, like, him, like, canceling his campaign and stepping down as president, but the image was just, like, a really stiff Ben Carson, like, Photoshop, like, in the atmosphere, like, floating up. <laughs> it is one of the funniest. The, uh, the Onion is fire, and that was, like, one of the funniest things I've ever read. Oh, my God, so good. Um, so, yeah, props to H. Dibs. Um, H. Dibs. Do you think Black Lives Matter has had something to do with her? I, I, do you think, like, the cultural conversation has been a big part of this. I'm just so surprised this is actually happening. I can't really. Well, it's funny it. because when I read, well, when I read it, they didn't even mention it. Was like they wanted to get a woman on money. Mm-hmm. They didn't even mention that she was like a, a you know, black woman. Right. Um, so I mean, maybe it probably does. Honestly, I remember like, a lot of talk about Rosa Parks. I thought she won that woman on twenties petition thing. I mean, I think Kara Tubman's a better choice in terms of like where, like. 
just it would be such a big jump in terms of like <clears throat> the chronological narrative to suddenly have someone from like the 1960s like on a bill and everyone else right. from like the 1700s but um yeah that was like very surprising no, it's cool. I mean, but it probably does. I don't know who's in charge. I don't know which branch of the government controls the U.S. Treasury, so I don't know if that was like an executive thing, if that was like Congress or what. But right. I mean, it probably it probably does. Yeah, probably. Uh, you know, all the stuff that's been going on with like the police shootings and the violence against uh, black it people. Seems, I'm sure it does. There was it some feels political like it's pressure. Part of it. And also yeah. Hamilton, the musical. I swear to God. <laughs> oh, maybe. The popularity of that, because uh, and Lin Manuel just won the Pulitzer. Shouts. Um, I okay. Stick well, good. Yeah. Moving, anyway. moving friggin' on. Moving on, moving on to something maybe well worse. Yeah. Anyway, we're to, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna worse rehash. Depending this on who t- you ask, right? <laughs> this is a two week old story, but we're rehashing the last the last basketball game played by one Kobe Bean Bryant. What is his middle name? So his dad uh, was a basketball player, and his name was. I don't remember his first name, but his nickname was Jelly Bean Bryant. Oh, uh, my God, stop. So his, yeah, right. So Kobe got the middle name of Bean kind of in, in honor of his father. I'm obsessed. That is so cute. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, Kobe, he's not going to be playing basketball anymore. He played his last game two weeks ago. Was it two weeks? For some reason, I thought it was literally, like, end of last week. Oh, it was. It was, like, last... It was, like, a week ago yesterday. Yeah, it's, like, barely a week ago. It's not too right. old of a story. Even I was, like, oh, this is, like, a thing that's happening. So, anyway, yeah, it's really dumb because his pathetic last game... Kobe hasn't <laughs> been good all year. He sucks. He sucks. Mm-hmm. Kobe's not a very good basketball player anymore. And it's super pathetic because all of these yokels who enjoy watching shitty basketball instead of elite, elite basketball Mm -hmm. decided to pay attention to Kobe's last game as opposed to watching the Warriors break the all-time record for most wins in a season, which they did. Of Of course it happened the same night that Kobe fucking played his final game. So no one gave a shit about the Warriors moment. That's messed up. What 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 say you about that? Well, I think it is in keeping as somebody who is well versed in sports um, and has chosen to pull back for once from paying attention to them because like I just need mm-hmm. to like stop being so obsessed, you know what I mean? Like I have to stop right. being like every unhealthy. waking moment. Like what are the scores? Like what is like it's just like I'm always like so in it. <laughs> what are the um, scores? What are the scores? Like yeah, like what are the scores? Like hey, like Siri, Siri, like okay, okay. Like oh like don't tell me who won. Like I have the game recorded at home. Like, okay, no, like Rod, like live in the present. Like you can stand to like not pay attention for a season. This True. feels very in keeping to who Kobe Bryant is to me, which is um not a figure of at least right now, not a figure of, like, finesse, but a figure of just, like, popularity and celebrity. So, like, yes, there is a better game going on on the level of, like, form and just, like, stats and, like, history. But, of course, that's second to, like, this super famous dude just, like, doing his, like, last little hurrah. Like, Kobe Bryant to me is, like, a he's like a model or something. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, like, of course everyone's paying attention. But I heard he did well. Didn't he score, like, 60 points or something, like, crazy? Yeah, he took 50 goddamn shots. 
That's yeah, and that's also in keeping with his thing of not passing, right? Even I know that. Like he basically Dude, just went like, out doing what he always does. It wasn't a basketball game. It wasn't a basketball game. It was people. It was a feeling, runway show. <laughs> it was fucking Kobe taking up the spotlight, like he does f- the best. I mean, he's just a fucking ball hawk. I mean, in, it, it, look, I didn't watch it because I was watching the Warriors, so I didn't see the game. I'm glad I didn't see the game. I'm glad you it didn't. Just I'm glad fucking, you didn't give in. It was a fucking Kobe-yasm. He's fucking shot 50 times. Do you realize... Okay, so here... For, for context. In the, in the same night, Steph Curry scored 46 points. He only shot the ball 24 times. Oh, my God. Kobe scored 60 so off of 50 shots. Get out of here! <laughs> I wish you could have hacked in Anonymous style to the Jumbotron... And just been like, get out of here at the Lakers game. Uh, so, but it was like a moment. I mean, they like, Kobe like flew in on a helicopter. Fucking Kanye was no, there. He, he had some ridiculous. Not. Are you kidding? Are you kidding? Yeah, he of course he did. He flew in a helicopter. He flew in a helicopter. And, and of course Kanye showed up and he was wearing this fucking stupid shirt that he made. And, you know, stupid. What? Like, um, I feel like, I feel like Kobe instead of I feel like Paul. Yeah, I think it did say I feel like Kobe or something. Oh my god, it's too easy to predict this dude's, like, <laughs> taste. I don't know. Okay, so what is the story? Like, who, to what age are you in if you consider Kobe Bryant to be, like, the greatest basketball player of all time? How old are you? Like, are you in your, like... Well, probably, like, our like, age. Like, I mean, he was... No, like, our age, yeah, maybe a little bit older. He was, like, winning all these championships and shit when we were... Uh, seventh grade, and then he won two when we were in college. Um, so is, all the Lakers is Curry fans already better than him. Curry's better than him right now. I don't know historic in a historic in historic context if he's look. Kobe won three championships in a row when he was on the Laker when when he was playing with Shaquille O'Neal and Phil Jackson was a coach, and he wasn't the best player on any of those teams that won. Right. Uh, he was, you know, when you're playing with Shaq, it's like. Back then, it was just like dump the ball to the big dude and let him do do his thing. Shaq was yeah. easily the better player of those early Lakers teams. So hot. Then when he won two with with Phil and I mean they were just like a stacked team. It, it was like him and Pau Gasol and Lamar Odom was on that team. Oh my god. Um, Andrew Lomo. Bynum was really good back then. Yeah. So I, I mean, look, Kobe was really great. He was an amazing player. It was like unfair watching him just be good for a long time. But people have this weird misconception that he's, like, this huge clutch player when really, like, looking at the numbers, he's, like, one of the least clutch players of all time. And I'm, when I say clutch, I mean, like, he's like got the ball, the, the clock's running out. Right, right. Yeah. He'll, he'll like, just hoist some ridiculous shot because he's fucking Kobe and he's an asshole. Kobe's, Kobe's, Kobe's going to be the most miserable person in the world now that he can't be a basketball player. So he's gonna, he really is the new Michael Jackson. <laughs> or Michael Jackson, wow, Michael Jordan, right? Because he is miserable. He's Michael Jordan without without the like the pure like he's he's it's tough. He's Michael Jordan with the skill, but he doesn't have the the killer the killer instinct that Michael Jordan had. Right. In my opinion. Right, right. So now, yeah, he's just gonna start drinking. I guess. I mean, he's just gonna be oh. a miserable fuck, and he wouldn't be a good coach because Kobe's Kobe would just he would just like call everybody an idiot and an asshole. He'd be like, just let me do it, just let me do it. And he'd, like, run into the court in, like, a full suit and, like, yeah, try to dude. score 10, 10 baskets. So good riddance, yeah. right? We're over it. Respect. Look, I got respect for Kobe. He 
He was a really great basketball player. He did it his way. Cool for him. The amount of, like, love and adoration that he's getting now is kind of crazy because he's sucked for, like, he sucked all this year and he's been injured for the past two years. The Lakers, like, gave him this gigantic contract just because it's Kobe when he was, like, bad. Mm. They made him, like, the highest-paid player in the league just because it's Kobe. I mean, and, like, he's, like, talking about he's like talking about how he wants to win and he really wants to be a winner, and then he's, like, demanding all this money. The Lakers, like, don't have any money left over to spend on good players, so it's, like, Kobe, kind of, like, go fuck yourself a little bit. But Ugh. respect. He's, like, bringing down the team's, like, potential to, like, keep being right, with because he by, needs like, to siphoning all their resources. Right, because his ego is so big that he needs to be the highest-paid player on the team. Anyway, so Jesus Kobe, Christ. get fucked, but also you're cool, I guess. I guess. Also, didn't he, like, rape someone? Like... Well, yeah, with, yeah the jury's out on that one. Yeah, but the they ruled that he didn't, out. but, yeah, yeah. The stories didn't match or whatever, I guess. Yeah. <coughs> All I remember is the ring that Kobe's wife got after that. Right. He, she that got a very the, big ring. Yeah, that was a Lady Macbeth moment. I was like, okay, you've been wooed mm. easily. Ugh. Mm. Yeah. Well, Kobe, sayonara, God bless. I don't know what it is you're going to do after. Maybe you can open, like, a restaurant chain in Vegas. I don't know, like a um, like a burger place, Kobe Burgers. What do we think? He's just going to open a burger place, and then he's going to stand and ridicule you as you eat. As you eat. Like, that's a fucking stupid burger. I have sautéed mushrooms right. on the menu. Did you not see that? Just give me that burger. Right. He starts eating it really quickly. Like, yeah. <laughs> So annoying. I'm so glad he's gone, but I cannot believe the outpouring of love on Instagram. It was everywhere, and they used like some. I know that's crazy. Heard. I was like, okay. Right, and meanwhile, the Warriors are like setting a record that's never going to be broken. But whatever, people are fucking no big dumb. deal. I cannot believe it. Yeah. Steph Curry, like, who are you? The God, crazy. Yeah. So. Um. Okay. Well. So, on to Good Friend of the Week, which is also about a sports icon. Sports icon and. An adult entertaining icon, too. Yeah, to really bring it full circle. Our two topics were adult film star Thomas Jefferson and um, sports icon Kobe Bryant. We can put them both in one with our girlfriend of the week, who is mm-hmm. WWE icon and sex tape star China, who passed away yesterday from, like, maybe an overdose or something. I don't know if we know yet. Mm. Do yeah. you know? I don't know. She kind of seemed like she was... Having a little, little bit of a rough life after, uh, after not being a wrestler anymore, but yeah. I know it really. Rest in peace, it. China. Rest in peace, China. I can't believe she's dead. I mean, I don't really fe- like. I'm definitely devastated. Um, I'm like way sadder about this than I was about, let's say, like Nancy Reagan's death. Like I, not <laughs> yeah. to beat, not to beat a um, decrepit horse, um, but literally like poor China. Yeah, I had a feeling that she was like not living a healthy life. Not because of the sex tape, but also a little bit because of the sex tape, because I kind of feel like she leaked it herself, like, for sure. Um, uh. I think she was in financial trouble. I don't know. I think it was a sad story, and I wonder if it's a traditional story. Like, does this happen a lot to, like, wrestlers? Like, it just seems like... I think wrestlers... like a I weird, think... insustainable type of fame. Yeah, it's one of those things where they kind of, like, chew you up and spit you out. Right, um, like, uh, unless but, you're, like, Stone Cold Steve Austin, like, do any wrestlers really have, like, the longevity of a brand that can, like, keep them wealthy? Like, I just Yeah, I mean, unless you're The Rock, it's, like, pretty pretty rough. Oh, it um, does not get better than The Rock. But you've been honoring China for the past year and a half by um, yeah. going around yeah. and showing people images of her 
gigantic clitoris mm-hmm. that yeah. arguably was the size of a of a really small dick. Yeah, no, not arguable. Um, but it's true. I have been honoring her spirit. I've been showing people a screen cap of um, China's micro penis from her sex tape one night in China. I've been showing everyone who um, asks. Um, and definitely everyone who didn't ask, they're seeing it closer. I put the phone closer to their face. So um, if you so. see me in the next few weeks, make sure you ask to see it so I won't feel like I need to, like, double up and push it in your face. Right. But, yeah, China used a lot of steroids, and her clitoris um, expanded, extended, and folded in on itself um, until it protruded outside of her vagina and created the shape of a micropenis. And so ch- I love that for her. God bless. Yeah. China, we honor you. We honor your micro-clit, micro-penis, whatever it is. Mega-clit, micro-penis. Mega-clit, micro-penis, I'm sorry. Um, so, uh, we honor rest you. in peace, China. Rest in power, China. Um, I hope that you find peace. I hope your clitoris, like, shrinks or whatever. Um, in heaven, she's got a small clitoris. Yeah, I think in heaven, you look the way that you felt the most beautiful. And maybe she loved her micro-penis. Maybe, like... Maybe she trans. Maybe she's karmically reborn as someone else's micro penis. I don't know. It's true. That's it's what true. makes death the unknowable thing. You know, it's a. Who can say? It's an unstoppable force. It's an immovable object. China, we mm. love you so much, and we love that little micro clip. We do. We love it. We do. and I just finished recording the podcast and um, right when we stopped, right when we were finished, um, reports came that Prince died. Um, So we wanted to include a quick little, um, I guess, obituary for Prince. This is just me talking alone. Um, But this has been a ridiculous year already of brutal celebrity deaths, especially for pop music and um, especially for a certain type of pop star, which is, like, really crazy. Um, David Bowie died earlier this year, I think in January, um, and Prince died today. And those two people are so meaningful to so many artists and have forged pathways to so many for so many people today but Prince especially I think was like a really really fascinating figure in pop music in terms of the way he you know embodied 
the complicated things about black masculinity and, you know, sexuality and androgyny. And, you know, those are all things that David Bowie also sort of took on. But I think there was just another level that was added because of the sheer factor of Prince's race. And, you know, I think there's a lot of people who are just so immensely influenced by his music and just sort of that kind of freedom, that kind of like carnal sex driven music that, you know, is vulgar and also literally just art at the same time. He's so great. My personal relationship with, you know, I'm Prince is like kind of a blind spot for me in terms of like the real depth of his discography, but purple rain is an album I love. Um, and I loved the soundtrack to the 1989 Batman movie, which he actually composed the entirety of. Um, Danny Elfman did the score, but then the soundtrack made up of actual original music um, was all written, recorded, and it was it was a Prince album. The whole thing was like a Prince album. So that album is like one of my favorite albums growing up, just because of its connection to Batman, but. That was my introduction to Prince, and yeah, I don't know, that's really crazy, and I wish Jack was on the other end of this line so I could hear what he has to say, but we just wanted to kind of include a quick note um, saying that, you know, we're thinking of him and his work today, and there's just so much of it, and it's all worth listening to, it's all worth engaging with, and... I just don't think that there's really, you know, it takes a really specific, there's just something about Prince that was always really enigmatic and strange and, you know, it kind of felt like he, you know, he orbited Michael Jackson, I guess, in like a certain way and kind of was meant to, you know, capitalize on a, on a certain thing that I think Michael made really popular, made you know, an appetite that the public had after, like, Michael Jackson got really popular. But I think, like, there was just obviously something even more experimental and, you know, just odd about Prince. Not odd in a bad way, of course, but just, like, I don't know. He was never really worried, I don't think, too much about alienating people. Um, I think his work was best a few years after it had alienated people and people could reflect on it. I mean, this was like an artist who was literally so famous um, and decided at some point in his career to just drop his name and to like, you know, I think that that's like a really kind of profound idea that someone can achieve such intense success and such intense notoriety and infamy and then suddenly challenge his audience to figure out what to even call him, you know, because when he changed his name to that symbol, that was just like, you know, the artist formerly known as became like such like a kind of like a zeitgeisty like moniker you throw onto anything. I mean, that is in and of itself sort of like a side contribution that he had. I think he like forced us to think about like language and like how we would even consider artists of his stature. I don't know. That's really sad. And he was so young. And I don't think we know the full extent of like why, like what killed him yet. I think a lot of people are saying that, you know, he was in the hospital about a week and a half ago, um, for some flu-like symptoms. A lot of people are saying it might be the result of that, maybe pneumonia, I don't know. But he was performing sets up until the last few months, even. So, I don't know. I think it's a really odd time 
for artists with really intricate relationships to their own identities because they're dying and we just don't really know what to do with that information, what to like cognitively do with just them and our relationship to them or their relationship to us, I guess. But yeah, that's really crazy. They all die in. Why is this happening? 2016 is very rude. Um, but yeah, everyone should listen to some prints and um, yeah, rest in power. Bye. taxes and then not vote because you would get thrown in fucking jail you psycho <laughs> the point is do both <laughs> you can't no not taxation pay your taxes. representation i'd be pissed you're off allowed to like, not vote <laughs> wait what you're allowed to not vote yeah but you should wait did you not vote this past week i can't i'm an independent registered person <sighs> the democratic party or the republican party w- wouldn't let me vote for in the primary because i'm registered independent why are you registered independent? Because I don't fucking believe in labels, dude. Mm, interesting. Is that so? Yeah. <laughs> huh. Really? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Who did you vote for? Who did you vote for? <laughs> That's private. <laughs> yeah. I voted for Kitsch. What's his name? <laughs> Kitsch. Yeah, you voted for John Kasich. Yeah, you're a Republican. You're a registered Republican. Yeah, Yeah, I voted for Kasich. I think he's the one who's really going to turn our country around. Um, Me too. And I just think President Kasich rolls off the tongue. Honestly, we should invent a new bill for him. It's a little premature, yes, but I don't know. I think we should. Um, Okay, well... So, Devil Tongue goes out to those assholes who pay... who who do what you're supposed to and pay your taxes. Thanks, jerks. Yeah, you jerks. But also, my double tongue goes to, like, taxes anyway. Like, why exactly am I paying to file my taxes? Like, why isn't there a free, like, IRS.gov TurboTax, like, hybrid for me to, like, pay my taxes through them? Why do I have to go to a third-party company? I think TaxAct Online is, like, a free thing, right? 
No, you have to pay. You have to pay for your state tax. I mean, like TurboTax. Like you have to. I just, I just don't like the idea that I'm like giving these third parties my like most private information. Like, why isn't this just like why is there a middleman? Why doesn't this just go yeah. directly to the IRS? Like, why do I need to? I don't think other you need a middleman if you were. If you knew what you were doing, I think you could just fill out your taxes for free and just hand them in. Where did you fill out your taxes? I had to. I had a H&R Block do it, so I yeah, I, I paid someone to do it. But I'm going to get a return, so it's fine. I'm I'm like chill with that. I'm getting a return too for once. Actually, I haven't gotten a return in a couple of years. God bless. Well, good for My you. My return is basically canceling out the exact amount that I paid out. So it's like I didn't pay anything, which is kind of great, I guess. All right. I'll take it. Yeah. You guys, what an episode. What a day. What an episode. It's a beautiful day outside. Pam has yeah. been glaring at me to hurry up. We're going to go have a picnic. It's so nice. It's a picnic day. It's a picnic day. If you're free, you feel free to join us, but I feel like you've got something to do. You are so sweet. I literally would kill to join you. I have to babysit. Um, otherwise, I would actually die too, but we should definitely have a picnic. How long is Pam in town? Two weeks, dude, so let's let's do something. Mm-hmm. Next week, I'm chilling because it's spring break, so the kids are like, my schedule's like pretty oh, lax. Cool. Um, cool. We'll do that. Also, this Saturday, <laughs> anyone who's listening, feel free to join in too, but this Saturday night, we're going laser tag, and you and Pam are coming. Oh, cool. Yeah, we'll do that. It's for um, my friend Marissa's birthday. Her and our other friend Alex are in town, so we'll be going, we'll, having, we'll be having fun, and you're coming. It'll be really great. Okay, cool. Olympia will rise again. That's my laser tag name. Good. I'm stealing it. Yeah. It's great. Okay. Um, Okay, okay, America, thanks for listening. Next week is episode 50. Boy, do we have something in store. Get ready. Get ready. Buy some Depends. If you're a woman, buy a pair of Thinks. I don't know. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I don't know. Just do the, it. Just the, the period panties, right? Those are period panties, yeah. But you know what? After episode 50, you're going to know every single thing that thinks can or can't absorb. Let's just say that. Wear them and let's see what mess Jesus results. fucking Christ. Yeah. All yeah. right. Let's stop this episode before it goes too far. Um, you know <laughs> you know, I'm right on the edge. Okay. Um, thank you, Earth. B. B. B-movie. Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. Run through the mud and scare up the milking cows. Run down the beach kicking clouds of sand. Walk a windy weather day, feel your face blow away. Stop and listen, love you.